Welcome to Awakenings Movement Podcast. Awakenings Movement is a community where dreamers become believers and believers become doers. Today the goal is to learn, and I'm not, I'm non-negotiably going to challenge you to learn today. Uh, my goal is not to entertain you today, although we're going to have a great time. My primary objective is for you to learn. There's something for us to deconstruct today that will require not just your intellect, but your intuition, which is why I ask you to be present first. We don't come to awakenings because we want to hear three points in a poem, and we want to go home, and we want to just say that we went to church. We come to awakenings to go back into the world to make a significant impact, to be equipped to actually do something with what we've heard, to see it as a lesson, okay? So if you're here and you wanted to hear three points in a poem, I sincerely apologize. I invite you to stay and just be open to the possibility of learning something new. Is that okay, guys? All right, here we go. If, even if it's not, it's all right. So um, what I want you to do is I want you to write down on your piece of paper, what is my purest belief like? So in other words, you, you, you brought sense to the, to the room. You were present to the room. Somebody name one thing that you heard in the room. Name one thing that you heard in the room. Percussion. You said what? Percussion. 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 What's another thing someone heard in the room? You said what? Synth. synth? Oh, yeah, the synth. Very, uh, music, praise God. <laughs> What's something somebody felt in the room? Calm. Calm. What was the, another one? She hey. Said the, bass. She felt the bass. The bass? Oh. So you feeling my cousin now? That's what you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, what else? What else some, some, somebody felt? Emotional. 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 Beautiful. You, I see your eyes are, are welling up now. Okay. Okay. What we heard, what we felt. What's something someone saw? Lights. Anybody else? Unity. Unity. Oh, I love that. Okay. So I want you to pull from your senses in the present moment to answer these questions. In other words, I want to answer for Regina, my, my purest belief is like the bass. It's like bass. It's constant, it's rhythmic, it's true, it's rich. Uh, my purest behavior is like the sin. How do you spell that? Oh, I did? Thank you, Russell. Oh, really? That's how y'all do me? Y'all celebrate mediocrity with me? My purest thoughts are like unity. Now I'm nervous. Um, my purest speech. What was another thing somebody said there? Huh? Emotion. Emotion. Oh, my purest speech is... Like emotion. Emotions make you cry sometimes. <laughs> I want you to fill in the blanks, though, using your sense words. Using your sense words, okay? Using your sense words. We've been talking about our purest likeness. Our purest likeness. Can we read this together? Ready? Read. The return is because your purest likeness was embedded into the DNA of your soul before the foundations of the earth. Before God said, let there be light, and then there was, he put into the DNA of what is most eternal in you, who you really 
are, who you really are. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. 2 Corinthians. And when we turn to God, the creator, only then will we see our most unique and ancient creation. But we were most created to be who we were most created to be. Hey, eyebrows, I see you, girl. Bam! <laughs> I see you. Got him. <laughs> eyebrows, got him. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Can you guys read this? For those of you who didn't bring a Bible, y'all like, dang, I got a Google now. Can you read this? No. Okay, ready? Read. Whenever, though, they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil and they are... Okay, so stop, stop right there. There is a veil in between you and your purest likeness. That veil is fear. That veil is mediocrity. That veil is hell. And we want to today antagonize the hell out of the thing that separates you from your purest likeness, okay? Let's keep reading. Ready? Read. And there they are, face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old, constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We're free of it. Oh, let's read that again. Ready, read. We're free of it. Say it like you mean it. We're free of it. Free. Oh, I like that. All of us. Nothing between When our faces are to God, our faces shine with the brightness of his face. Ready? Read. And so we are transfigured much like the Messiah, Jesus. Our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. The goal is to become like him. The goal is to become like him. Another scripture. I'm, I'm, we're getting your souls ready. Okay, we're getting your souls ready, okay? So don't be like, dang, so many scriptures. Ready? Read. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully. Dude, isn't it a blessing to know that there is somewhere in the universe for you to be known as you are fully known? Most people only know us in part. They know us from when they met us to the present, there are very few people who have been with us every single moment of our lives. Has anybody been with you every second of your life? So then everyone, even your own mama, knows you only in part. But there is a unique presence, a personality. And it is the personality of God through the Spirit of God that knows you completely. And you can rest with that personality. You can rest with that spirit. We create... Keep going, sorry. Who is, sorry, Holy Spirit told me, shut up. Who is the chief antagonist of my purest self? Who is that? Who disagrees with your purest self most? How come it's not rhetorical, for real? It's just 20 people in here. Come on, let's talk. Okay, the devil. Somebody said, what else? Yourself. Yourself, interesting. Anybody else? Anyone? Anyone? My ego. My ego is the chief antagonist of my purest self. My ego. Well, Marlon, who is the ego? Thank you so much for asking. What a great question. The ego is our self-image, 
not our true self. It is characterized by labels, say labels, labels. Masks, masks, images, images. And, judgments. and judgments. Labels, masks, what else? And what? How you spell that? It's no E? <clears throat> There's no J? You, you ego. That ego always messes me up. So the ego, which is an ancient word for the I, it's the perceived I, the ego focuses on labels, masks, images, and judgments. The true self, or the purest likeness, the true self is the field of possibilities, creativity, intentions. Let's read it together, the true self. Ready? Read. The true self is the field of possibilities. Creativity, intentions, and power. Creativity, intentions, and power. Creativity, intentions, and power. Creativity. Let me get this right, because if I mess this up, it's a wrap. Masks. Ah. Oh. This is so live. I've been teaching this to Phoenix, and my God, does it work. Phoenix is my daughter, for those of you who are listening by way of podcast, and for you who are in the room, and you don't know me. If I misspell something, do not Instagram it. Just tell me and I'll fix it. Okay. So, here we go. That's baby Ellington? Oh, I was about to say, dang, the first time? Uh, okay, so, your ego focuses on, let's say it together, Okay, your purest likeness, okay, PL, focuses on what? Creativity, intentions, power, Okay, thank you so much. The ego is self-constructed from past and future fears, but your purest likeness is an eternal creation of love. It's the difference between self-construction and creation of love. Let's read this together. Ready? Read. The ego is self-constructed. Why y'all get read fatigue? Ready? Read. The ego is self-constructed. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, well, Marlon, how does it work against our purest likeness? How does the ego 
work against our purest likeness? That's such a great question. I'm so happy you asked it. There's, there's a poet and a painter, and, uh, and he said this. He said, I came out alone on my way to my trist, my journey, my adventure. But who is this that follows me in the silent dark? I move aside to avoid his presence, but I escape him not. I can't get away from him. He makes the dust rise from the earth with his swagger. And that's not like positive swagger, right? He adds his loud voice to every word that I utter. He is my own little self. My Lord, he knows no shame. But I am ashamed to come to thy door in his company. I am ashamed. There is a guy, 1913, he was the first non-European to win a Nobel Peace Prize. He was a painter, he was a philosopher, he was a thinker, he was a creative, and he was a person who uniquely believed in God. And he believed that if all of humanity could turn to God, humanity would find true peace, would find ways from war, would find ways from famine. Humanity would truly transform by turning to God. But he wrote that poem as a symbol of how the ego follows us and keeps us even from turning to whom? To whom? Well, how, why is that, Marlon? That's because the ego, bless you, the ego is self-constructed by masks, labels, image, and judgment. In other words, the ego will lie, cheat, steal, and exaggerate to protect its mask, to protect its labels, to protect its image, and to protect even its own what? Have you ever been in a situation and you felt cornered by or threatened by someone and you began to exaggerate your own sense of self-worth or power because you felt that if you were weak that you were going to be taken advantage of like you have been in the past? That is the ego, my friend, stepping up saying, no, 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 no. My mask is more important than this person's mess that they're putting in my face. My labels, I need them to hide under and to protect me. My image is of the utmost what? Importance. And my judgment is the purest judgment. And everyone else's judgment is just a little bit, almost but not quite, almost but no cigar, all right? But purest likeness, purest likeness is the true created self. This is the self that Jesus died for you to embrace. This is the self. The Bible says that when Jesus died on the cross, what tore straight down the middle? Who knows? The veil. Earlier we talked about the veil. It's all form of hell in humanity, mediocrity, fear, doubt. Jesus died so that the separated self from your truest likeness could be torn straight down the middle so that you could face God face to face and you could shine like he shines. Your true created self focuses on what? Intentions. Power. Now, that's power in, not power over. Amen? So when we use this word power, oftentimes it's misused, and sometimes we avoid the use of the word power because we are afraid that people are going to misunderstand us to mean power over people rather than power in yourself. I'm not talking about power over others. I'm talking about power in yourself. Then possibility. Say possibility. possibility. And lastly, creativity. Well, some may ask, well, Marlon, what can we do to turn from our self-constructed ego to our created self, our purest likeness. Anybody have any ideas? Seek out God. Seek out God. 
Come on, give me some responses. Jason says he has the golden response, the golden egg of responses. Uh, be aware of what it is to be. Wow. That's, that's really great, bro. I mean, not that I'm surprised. You are a great man. Anybody else? Awareness is what you say. Yes. Oh, wow. Create it pure self. Yes, sir. Sometimes it's not even a matter of what we can do, but sometimes we can just allow that is stripped from us. So we have no choice but to dig into our true self because there's nothing left to, to feed the ego. You said the bottom. We need yeah, the bottom. That's what's up. Self-awareness, what you guys are talking about. Self-awareness to spend time with yourself when you get to the bottom. I don't know about you, but I'm at the bottom. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm no longer satisfied with the labels. I'm no longer satisfied with the mask. I'm no longer satisfied with the image. I'm no longer satisfied with my own self-judgment. I really want to be who I was born to be. Is there anybody here who's with me in that? Yeah. Is there anybody who really wants to, like, be themselves at all times? Yeah. And not feel that you need a mask, a label, an image, or a judgment. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I long to be the person I was when I was eight years old. You know? Just enthusiastic and open about things. To be the person that I saw in Victoria's Smile when Michelle was singing that we no longer see right now, by the way. <laughs> turning to the creator. Self. Oh, there it is. That's who I want to be. Self-awareness. Turning to the creator. See, we have to turn from the ego and turn to the purest likeness, but what do we turn on? What is the pivot point? The pivot point is your belief, a new belief to turn on. You turn from this to that, but you turn on the pin of a new belief. Behavior, new behavior, new ways of doing things, thoughts, new thoughts, new ways of thinking, speech, new speech, new ways of talking, new ways of talking. Well, Marlon, I mean, Man, what does that have to do with Christ? Is this a Christian church or what? What are y'all talking about? <laughs> Psychology and all this here? What about the gospel? <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. The gospel, ladies and gentlemen. Let's read it together. Ready? Read. Stop right there. This is a dim mirror. You know that, right? This is a shady version of yourself. <laughs> Okay, but, ready to read, but then face to face, now I know in part, then I shall fully, even as I have been fully, this is how God has fully known you. The creator created you to be creative. The creator created you with unique intention. The creator created you with power. The creator created you with possibility. Well, Marlon, what gets in the way? What separates us from these two? And can, I, can I talk about this just right quick? Okay. I'm not going to finish, so you're going to have to come back. No, just, just stay. 
No, you no you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. No, you're gonna check out. No, you're gonna check out. I know how y'all y'all I know how y'all be acting. Let me say this. Let me say this, dude. Whenever you feel the need to give somebody your pedigree or degree, to give somebody your label, that means that you lack what? That you're not creative about who you are enough. You don't feel that you are uh, enough. And so you need a label to create what God has already what? A telltale sign that you are in the ego is when you have a mask. Well, what is the mask trying to cover up that we don't have? The mask is trying to cover up that we really don't have no intentions. You ever been in a relationship with somebody and they are not their real selves? Every day you show up and there's somebody new. That's because they don't have no intentions for you, man. Ladies, listen. You could tell when a dude has intentions for you because he will bear his soul before you. Probably after three months, after 90 days. If after 90 days you're still trying to figure out who this dude is, he's putting up a mask because he has no intentions for you. Images. Images. Whenever you put on an image, okay, that image means that you feel like you lack what? So we present this image like, yeah, 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 yeah. What, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, that's me, you know. No, you lack power. But you already have that. You don't need to create an image of it. Then judgment. Whenever you feel bound by judgment, and here's the, here's the way you know that you are bound by judgment. You know that you feel judged by your past failure when you feel an inclination to judge other people's present mistakes. You know that you feel judged by your past failure when you feel it necessary to point out people's present mistakes. When you're the person always trying to look for what somebody did wrong in the present, that's because you feel that you've done wrong in the past. So these, when the ego pops up as a label, label as, pops up as a mask, popped up, pops up as an image, pops up as a, a judgment on other people, you know that you are lacking possibility, you're lacking power, you're lacking intentions, you're lacking creativity. So you think, but the ego is lying. You were born with creativity, deeply embedded in your soul that was given to the purest likeness of who you are before the foundations of the earth. You were born with intentions. You were born with power. You were born with possibility. Even before you were born, man, I love to hear my daughter talk about my grandmother, Granny Lulu, whom she did not know, who passed before she was born. But Phoenix tells us that she met Granny Lulu in heaven. And she'd be like, oh, I miss Granny Lulu. We'd be like, dude, you didn't know Granny Lulu. But there's something that we're given before our mothers give birth to us. Before mama gave birth to you, God gave you life. And that life is eternal, and that life is rich with creativity, rich with intentions, rich, rich with power, rich with possibility. And if we only stay there, please know that there is life in you that precedes anything that you've been through in life. So no matter what hardship you've experienced in life, there is still something uniquely whole about your life. Marlon, what gets in the way? Thank you so much for asking. We focus more on visibility than we focus on personal vision. Ego tells us that we must be clearly visible. Here I am, look at me. See, see, I'm important, I'm valuable. But purest likeness believes our vision must be clear. Ego tells us we must be clearly visible. Purest likeness believes our vision must be clear. Let's read this together. Ready, read. See, 
The reason why we focus on labels rather than creativity is because there's a gap. There's something separating us. Let's put it straight through it. There's something separating us from our unique sense of creativity. And that thing is us focusing more on being visible than we focus on having vision. The moment you feel ignored or invisible is the moment you're not being creative enough to know that you already have value and you don't need other people to validate it by being seen. Stop looking to be visible and focus on the vision. Don't be clearly visible on social networks. Be clearly visible socially in your everyday life with people in the Starbucks that you're in while you're on Facebook. Projections and projects. One of the things that separates us from the mask and the intentions, what gets in the way here, what keeps us from having true intentions is the fact that we focus on projections rather than our projects. <laughs> Let's read this together. Ready? Read. Ego tells us to spend energy projecting an image of a powerful person. Ready, read. If you are bringing all of your energy to the project that you're presently working on, you don't have any energy to project a sense of power. <laughs> you're so exhausted from the work of your present project that you are not projecting an image of power. The moment you feel like you have to project an image of power, I wish they would. They don't know who I am. Don't they know who I am? Right? No, they don't. Because the created cannot discern what only the creator can discern. If you're looking for validation from the created to honor what God made in you, you are not turning to face God and your purest likeness is not turning to face you. Ego says, spend energy projecting an image of, a, okay, what does it look like? It looks like, um, it looks like you being more focused in any given moment on having, uh, projecting out how powerful you are rather than working in to the energy of your personal project. Don't you know that some people spend more time trying to prove, uh, prove to other people that their projects work? then they even believe their projects are worthy of their own time. So you want to prove that your projects will work more than you believe that they are worthy of your own time. And if your project ain't even worth your time, certainly it ain't worth the time it takes to project to someone else its worth. The constructed and the created. The constructed and the created. Okay? Ego, let's read this together. Ready? Read. Ego tells us to construct labels to hide behind. We need a label. We need a degree. We need a, ped we need a pedigree. Ready? Read likeness, pure likeness. Ready? Read. Pure likeness speaks creative words that go before our creative purpose. And I really don't have to say anything else, but I will. So, <laughs> um, that's, that's Dr. V, sorry. Uh, so, um, 
Okay, skip it. So I was invited to, to teach at, at Princeton, and I've also been invited to organize a small, I didn't tell you guys this, I've been invited to organize a small group of innovators from Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton neighbors Princeton. Trenton is like the Detroit of New Jersey. In fact, did you know, I was talking to Art about this the other day, that I didn't know this before I started doing my research, that Trenton is the capital in New Jersey? The capital building there is almost vacant because none of the politicians want to serve New Jersey in Trenton. So it's sort of like a mausoleum more than it is a place of making and moving political prowess and possibility for the neighborhood, for the community, for the city. So it's dilapidated. The mayor was recently indicted for embezzlement. They have a new mayor now, an industrious new mayor. But I've been invited to help organize a nine-month journey for a small group of 25 innovators who want to do something in Trenton, New Jersey, who want to bring some change to Trenton, New Jersey, to go on a nine-month journey to have a Princeton-educated um, experience, right? So then uh, I'm starting to talk to people and hang out with people. I'm going next month for the first time to put my, my, my toes on the ground. But just kind of talking to the representatives, I was like, okay, so, ah, shoot. We got to edit this out, Shelly. Okay, so um, you, you, you say that to make people listen. I, I don't really care. We got to edit this out. This is going to be extremely confidential. So I was like, so why is Princeton doing this? They're like, well, we want to provide an opportunity for a Princeton education for our neighbors who are in need of it. And I ain't mad. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative to be a part of this experience. And I'm so happy that Trent's going to get it. I was like, well, why not just allow 30 innovators to just enroll into Princeton? Marlon was so excited about you coming down here to help us out. <laughs> I said, okay, thank you. There's something about the labels that people try to protect, the image that people try to hold fast to, and the image that you construct can keep you from creating the change you want to make in your community. I'm not going to go any further into that. Okay, past and present. Past and present. Ego tells us, oh, so ego tells us that we are judged by past failure, but pure likeness embraces the possibility of the present. So this is what separates us right here from judgment to possibility. We feel more judged by the past than we feel there is possibility in the present, than we feel there's possibility in the present. One thing that we're trying to teach Phoenix is to understand that the moment for her to have good behavior is now. But um, well, y'all have it. But there are times when Phoenix will make a mistake, and she'll be like, "I want to be a. I'm gonna be a good girl. I'm not gonna do it again. I'm gonna be a good girl." She's she's bringing all of the weight of how she felt she was judged as a bad girl in the past. In she's bringing the weight. You see that. My ego almost, yeah. so she's bringing the weight, podcast listeners, that was my beautiful wife, of 15 years. We just celebrated our 15th anniversary. Like I was saying, um, she's, she's, she's bearing the weight of her past in the present. And so she makes a simple mistake, and she'll be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. And she'll roll on the ground. She'll <laughs> kick her shoes off in Patti LaBelle fashion. 
I mean, just all kinds of crazy things from, from this corner of the stage to the next. That's because she's feeling the weight of past mistakes, past judgment. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. You made a mistake. You, you may or may not be punished because there are consequences for your decisions, but you're going to be punished for the present mistake. You don't have to be, bring all of that stuff from the past. She's not focused on the possibility of the present. My friends, there is more possibility in the present than there is judgment in the past. Speaking to your soul, there is more possibility in the present than there is judgment in the past. There is more possibility in the present than there is judgment from the past. There is more possibility in the present than there is judgment from the past. Do you know that the reality is, is that the ego is only focused on the future and on the past? But the purest likeness is only focused on the what? That's all the purest likeness cares about. The purest likeness knows the big picture. And the big picture is that there is an eternal life that we're in. Eternal life, let me say this, doesn't, for some of you who have been a part of the Awakeness Movement community, we do not believe that eternity, believe, eternity happens in the by and by. So like when you die, it's not when God hits the time clock on eternity. You know, as soon as your heart starts beating, all right, welcome to eternity. No, if eternity is all of time, aren't we in eternity right now? And so your purest likeness knows that we are in eternity and you're not taking advantage of this moment in all of eternity. But the ego says that there is no eternity. There is no such thing as forever life. There is no such thing as God. There is no such thing as a creator. The ego is the antithesis of your soul. Some may call it the devil. Some may call it the enemy. The ego wants you to believe that God is not real and that you were not created with creativity, intentions, power, and possibility. So the best thing that you can do is to use the past and the future to motivate you rather than enjoying the what? Present. Well, some are saying, Marlon, now I'm going to end right there. Next week, or maybe the week after next, um... What we're going to do is we're going to talk about practically what does this look like in every moment. How do we move from ego to purest likeness in every moment? But here is your take-home assignment. Your take-home assignment is to evaluate your labels, your masks, your images, and your judgments. Acknowledge your labels. Thank you, Danielle. Acknowledge your labels. Acknowledge your masks. Oh, let's do it right quick. Let's do it right quick. Let's do it right quick. Um, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Follow me now, see, as I get closer to the point. Rock this joint. In the beginning, I asked you to write down your purest belief is like. Did anybody get to the belief? Anybody get to the behavior? Anybody get to the thoughts? Anybody get to the speech? Did anybody listen at all today? Oh, she's really sweet. She's so nice. My wife. 15 years. It's been so long. I'm sorry. The thing that turns labels into creativity is your belief. So what is your purest belief right now? Bro, what's your pure, what do you believe in more than anything? Yes. Besides them ill acid wash jeans, frayed at the end. 
God. Who is God? If you were to characterize my cousin, cool. That's my, my cousin's who he is. Cool is who he be. He said what? He's all of us. He's whole. So you believe in wholeness. Wholeness is your, you, to go from labels to creativity, you have to turn on wholeness. Whenever you feel the calling to put on a label, you know, as men, we walk up, hey, man, what do you do? You'd be like, eh, well, what I do is, like, just be like, man, it's not really it's not about how I, what I do. It's, it's really about who I am. My, my name is Marlon. So you focus on wholeness in the moments when you want to your ego wants to focus on labels, and you will bring yourself to a unique sense of creativity, okay? Um, behavior. What, Renee, what, be, what, what does your purest behavior look like? Your breath, it looks like your breath. And what are the characteristics of your breath? Name one characteristic. Constant. Some may say consistent. I'm gonna misspell this, I know. Thank you, baby. Is that right? That's ego. That's ego. How about this? This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it in cursive. <laughs> That's just my handwriting. <laughs> Whenever you feel like you need to put on a mask, the way to turn to your truest intentions is through consistent behavior. Develop a consistent practice. So in those moments when you feel like you're presenting masks before people, you need to create a new habit or hobby that brings about consistency in your life and you will discover your intentions. Jason, like pure, pure, purely, like when your thoughts are pure, your thoughts are like what? Your purest speech. What is your purest speech like? Speech simple. simple. Thank you. So whenever you feel like you're judging other people, focus on sim simplify something in your life, and you will find your own possibility. You'll find your own possibility. Okay. Uh, Sarah, your, your purest thoughts are like what? Melody. Melody. Oh, eternal. Ah, I like flow. Whenever you feel like you are projecting an image, focus on a project that you can flow in, and you'll find your personal power. Are you guys with me? Yes, sir. Right. So your take-home assignment, we're not going to get on this. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Your, your first assignment is to focus on the labels that you present. I present a label of strength. Because I'm really, I'm really tenderhearted dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be more tenderhearted. My wife calls me Ralph Transvent sometimes. See, she's shaking her head now. But yeah, you need a man with sensitivity. 
a man like me. 15 years. 15 years. So I'm not going to... Masks, masks that you present to other people. Reveal the masks. One mask may be self-importance. Reveal the images, images you want. You want an image of success. Reveal the judgments, the judgment that you have against people. I just don't like people who lie. Oh, I cannot stand, I, mean, I can take anything. I just cannot take a liar. Do anything to me, but don't you lie to me. You're being judgmental. And where there is judgment, there is personal limited possibility, okay? But don't, 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 don't focus on that. This week, focus on your labels, your masks, your images, and your judgments. 